What up, fam? On this episode of Snapback Sports Pod, we talk about the Brian Flores situation. It is absolutely insane from the Belichick text, the Stephen Ross situation, and many more. The Washington Commanders finally have their team, and Tom Brady has finally hung it up. We talk about where his phenom undertaker, Jimmy G, may end up before chatting about some NBA and hearing from Eagleson. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! The play! Oh! Blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. He What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host and best friend. Jesus. Oh, my God. What is... I I have the yips now. When did this start? It started like a couple Mar- months Markel, ago. Markel Settleman. <laughs> Markel Settleman. It's like... Speaking and then, of which, Markel has not played a single game all year. Yeah, is his knee better or not? Uh, I just don't think he's good at basketball. No, I no, did no. throw he's 20. Hurt. He's got to be hurt. Right. I did throw 20 on him in the beginning of the year for most improved. So that's and I will why continue upset. to I will continue to do that until he retires. If he doesn't play, would that bet void theoretically? No. Mm. But something to put my ponytail up, call myself Karen and hop on customer service with. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Uh oh, what's on your mind? Because I Ooh, good question. The, uh, uh yeah, I have a question. I've actually thought about this my whole life, but I wanted to have an open discussion about it. What the fuck is a godparent? I think it's someone you name. Like, and can you de- can you decline if you're offered to be a godparent? Yeah, I think you actually have to be asked. Because why? You want to make, like, Ben Simmons your your child's godparent? No, 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 no. It's the exact opposite of that. If somebody ever asked me to be their godparent, I would say, fuck no. Why? I'm like, I, that means I probably have to buy the kid gifts and stuff and like be there in case something happens for his parents. And like, I don't want that responsibility. If I wanted that responsibility to have my own kid. (laughs) Honestly, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's kind of messed up to ask someone to be your godparent then. I, I'm not a godparent, nor do I know anybody who's a god. I think I probably do. Eagleson, Eagleson in the chat. I think, you know, we're both jewish lads I, it might be a catholicism thing it's just like doing too much it's doing a lot Mm-hmm. who would you if you were going to name one person on earth celebrity sports player anything to be your godparent who would it be oh that's a great question probably and the reason I ask this mostly is because I'm thoroughly convinced that Ramona Shelburne is Ben Simmons' godmother. <laughs> now I understand. Who would you pick? Um, I feel like LeBron would be your choice. Are you over LeBron no. these days? I told you where I stand on LeBron. Yeah. It's just like it's gotten annoying to support him throughout all the years because there's so many. There's it's 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 almost. Like politics now. There's no middle ground. It's extreme left or extreme right with LeBron. Right. And it's just exhausting being on any other side. I was on one side for a long time. Unless you're Skip Bayless and you have date nights planned unless LeBron's playing. Yeah, who would Skip Bayless name his child's godparent? That's really the code to to crack here. um, It would probably be like Dirk. Like Dirk Nowitzki because... He beat LeBron in that finals. Like it had the or Jason Terry, right? Or like Lance Stevenson, like the one guy that's ever gotten on his third. That's definitely who it would be. I was just—I don't know why. I just like thought about what the hell's a godparent, and like sometimes I have things planned for what's on my mind, like things I want to discuss and everything. But I answered that in its truest form today. That's literally been on my mind: is just what's a godparent so, and why? Why do they have that? Here we go, so, Eagleson. Yeah, it's a Catholic thing, but I'm not Catholic, but I know a lot of people with godparents. They're essentially just the parents' emergency contact. Like, what? Like the, yeah, like they're the favorite. Like you go on your iPhone. Like when you put favorite. emergency contact on like a waiver form or whatever, there's never like godparent. Well, maybe you're not paying it's attention. Maybe there is. Relation to 
I'm going to give my kid a godparent just to make somebody else. I'm going to make you the godfather of my kid just as an inconvenience for you. All right. Just as an inconvenience to you. You understand what that means, right, Abraham? It's for backup purposes. Therefore, you, if you were to inconvenience me, that would mean you probably are no longer in the picture. So maybe the kid sucks. You know that that whole kid thing is sometimes just luck of the draw. That, that is there are true. some parents who get a good draw like mine, and there are some who don't like yours. Like, and if you had a godparent, then poor God, poor God. All right, to the sports. And do you call them something? <laughs> to the fields we go. Like I'm over the Gotti Gotti Jack. Yeah, God Jack. I don't know. We're gonna have. If I was a godparent, I would make the kid refer to me just as God. Of course, that's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready for some sports talk? No, not yet. You want to make a pack right now that whenever we have kids, we we change up the narrative and do godparents, and I'll be yours and you be mine. I can't commit to that without my uh, the the bearer of my child because I don't think they would agree to that. No, they get to choose the godmother. Hey, not a I youth like thing. To think- not a youth thing. More just okay, like a general. Yeah. All right, fuck this. Sports it is. All right, sports we go. Uh, holy shit, Brian Flores, <laughs> what is up, my dude? Uh, yesterday came out and said that Steve. All right, first of all, he's filing a lawsuit against members. Every, everybody. There's so much to, to take in here. First of all, I think we should start on one level playing field. I do agree. Generally, there is. There is uh, maybe not no, not overt racism in the hiring process, but there is some situation, whether it's underlying, whether it's systematic. Look, I'm not a professional in this regard. I'm not, you know, I don't know all the answers. But I would say, okay, if 31 of the 32 coaches are white, there's probably some system that isn't working great. Now, they added the Rooney rule. In this case, I think Brian Dabble was the best coaching candidate on the market so in this case like yeah maybe they did just have to do flores to suffice for the Rooney rule now that's fucked up in a whole different world of a sham interview and so there's a lot of complicated factors here another one being holy shit bill belichick that is nuts though like i have grandparents they haven't fucked up like that before so that was crazy that's that's where you're that's where you're wrong first off in regards to the whole there's an under racist thing and involves a hiring it's it's don't think about it as 31 of 30 it's more so think about it as when you think of who knows every sport the most mm. it's the people that have played it their entire life but i think when the nfl the is have. predominantly af i agree but like not all of them and when the nfl is predominantly historically a majority african-american and there's three percent of coaches in the NFL that are African American, that math doesn't doesn't add it up. It doesn't, but look, I I'm not on a particular side, but I think laying out the facts and saying 70% of the league is black, right? That's the statistics that's that's running rampant right now. But I think it's something like only six of the coaches played I don't know about in the NFL, but like a long time in the NFL. So in that regard, it's like okay, so one or two of the six, that would be thirty whatever. The point is, there's a broken system. There's no denying yeah. that. Um, but the Bill Belichick thing, if you didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, can we talk about the funny part about this story? Yeah. First off, there is zero. I I have actually thought about this, the whole Belichick situation. And I genuinely think you and Bill Belichick have a lot in common. Bill Belichick did not send that text on accident. Really? Bill Belichick saw this opportunity and said, hmm, I can kill two birds with one stone right now. The Giants beat me twice in the Super Bowl. Let's fuck them over. The, pay, the the NFL has tried to fuck me over numerous years. Deflategate, Spygate. Let's fuck them over. <laughs> this was a calculated text from BB. I like that. I like that. So in case you're living under a rock, Bill Belichick texted Brian Flores. I heard you crushed the, the interview. Or maybe he didn't say that. I heard you're the Giants guy. And Flores was pretty jacked up, and then he realized uh, he had an interview with them and that he was texting the wrong Brian. Now, what that does is it indicates the Giants had made a decision before interviewing Brian Flores. Therefore, 
they are not following the Rooney rule, which means you need to interview a minority. Uh, there's a major issue with that. Once again, we got to figure all that out. But on the flip, like, I don't think it doesn't matter who, if Mike Tomlin was on the market, like I think Brian Dabble was the guy for them. So it almost is embarrassing. The Rooney rule can embarrass people and can waste their time as well. So there has to be something figured out in that regard. But that text, holy shit, that was absolutely nuts. And then the final thing, which what Belichick's text was not racist. Um, the Stephen Ross thing could have had racial undertones to it. But generally, this is more a situation of holy shit, game integrity, tanking. Uh, Stephen Ross is an investor in a sports betting startup. Meanwhile, he's paying his coach to throw games. Yeah, that's the, I mean, that's like, let's not stretch the truth. Are you, are you referring to Action Network? Well, uh, what Action Network say? I said, th- no, I'm pretty sure Stephen Ross is invested in Action Network. Is that what it is? I don't, I mean. That's I, what I thought. That's not a sports gambling company. That's a media company, but. Still, they're paid. Still. Uh, whatever. The, everyone benefits from. I mean, that's the whole thing in general. Forget what Stephen Ross is invested in. The fact that this is a thing in sports, shout out to OG, Sam Hankey, my boy. Um, the fact that the, and how sports betting has become so prevalent, every ad during this. I wonder how many sports betting ads we're going to see during the Super Bowl. And you just know that like there's billions of dollars on the line that are being compromised, compromised by the owners and by this for, for alternate agendas. That being said... What Stephen Ross was asking of Brian, Brian Flores, lose a game, 100K. Lose a game, 100K. is fucked up. But it wasn't hard to do given he was coaching the Dolphins. That's fair. And also, he could have just asked without offering the money. That's where this fair play, integrity, you know, is the game actually being played in a f- evil level competition. That's where it gets really tricky. To make it even funnier... Our guy Hugh Jackson comes is the richest man on planet Earth officially. (laughs) Hugh Jackson. He's talking Bezos money from (laughs) Hugh Jackson, baby. He comes out responding to some tweets saying, yeah, same thing was happening to me. Kind of. He kind of said that. And then they looked up his record as a time for the Browns. Three wins, 36 losses, and a tie. I wonder how they pay out on ties. Hugh Jackson, yeah. <laughs> Hugh Jackson probably, well, ties is good of a loss, so you probably get 50%, 50K, let's call it. Hugh Jackson's probably recording an Instagram Live um, detailing what the Browns' ownership was offering him to lose games. I was like, you don't believe me? Look at my Maserati back here. Right. Like, that's how many, like, Hugh, Hugh Jackman... Or not Hugh Jackman, <laughs> Hugh Jackson. He probably has Hugh Jackman money. I was looking up his net worth when this story came out for him. Um, but then you got Herm, was it Herm Edwards, I think, or somebody, I forget who. Um, not Herm Edwards, don't quote me on that. But it's it's coming out of the woodworks now that every coach is getting asked um, to lose games for money, which 100K to lose? Somebody look into the Giants' running doing a QB sneak on second down earlier. Right. Show Judge better have a nice bag from this. But in in fairness to these owners, it wouldn't really make a ton of financial sense for Flores to throw five games. Like let's say they were already gonna lose. They're they're three and five, uh, which would be a great eight game start for the Dolphins. And over the final eight, Stephen Russell like, all right, a hundred K every game you lose, we could get to three and thirteen, yada yada yada. Loses- you think there's a negotiating point of it? Like, if I lose by three touchdowns, I get 150? Well, that doesn't matter. So, probably not. But he would only make $800,000. His contract, it's not worth it. And that's always been the thing with with professional versus college. Now, college, these college kids, they couldn't even eat their afternoon snack. You offered them two grand to, you know, maybe shave a few points. That was in play. But the, the old... You see a random egg on Twitter. I'm aging myself with that saying, rumor has it the Tulane squad walked out on their coach. They're not going to play tomorrow. Hammer the other team spread before it moves. And it's like that whenever you get that inside info, you never hit a bet. Never, ever hit. But I don't see that happening in pro football. But hey, J.R. Smith, 4.0 student. He's a professional, sorry, collegiate golfer. He's in Instagram replies saying they were doing this shit on the Cavs. When he was, I guess, the last year he was there after LeBron had left for L.A. Are we buying this? Are we actually buying this? 
Yes, we're buying it, Jack. Six years ago, Sam Hinkie sat in front of a thousand cameras and said, this is going to take five or six years. We know what we're doing. They won like 17 games in two years. The only thing you have to do is just be honest about it. Just get in front of the cameras and but say, Sam yep. Sam Hinkie was creating awful, awful basketball teams. Painful. Well, those were some of the happiest moments of my life. I know, as I know. A and actually, fan. looking back, you you guys had some decent players, right? Wasn't it like yeah, Grant? Christian Wood? Yeah. Our summer team league team was Ben, Christian Wood, Jeremy Grant, Caruso, and, and somebody else. Yeah, it was a good squad. But they oh, were Rashawn putting, Holmes. They were putting out bad teams, not necessarily tanking. Uh, like they were tanking. Well, the Dolphins were putting out bad teams too, yeah, on a consistent basis. Yeah, I guess the Flores' first year, I remember a resident Dolphins beat reporter saying, "This is an XFL team, and it's unsafe because how bad they're." And then everyone's like, "Flores is the best coach in the league." I don't know. I don't think I'm. Shout out to Flores though, because like knowing the the demographic of the ownership makeup in the NFL. There's probably a chance that Flores doesn't coach again. Yeah, doing all of no, this. No, it's a super honorable thing, and I, I think there's two two kind of different angles to look at. One, I'm kind of concerned that there wasn't a lot of player support. There were a couple things, but there wasn't really like a ton of like this is a major problem. But on in the same regard, there also was zero shock. Like zero surprise all around about the sham interview potential fraud and and bill belichick being a nut so i'm interested to see how this plays out in the past kaepernick they've settled these teams have settled the owners no in the past they've thrown no racist decals on the back of the helmet and everything goes away flores and his lawyer say they're not settling they're going to the end of time and Look, this is the problem with our legal system. There's problems all around. Brian Flores is a lot of money and probably would have a little more if he just threw a couple more games. Those NFL owners have unlimited money. So they Mm want to get into lawsuits, especially if it's going to be him versus the NFL. That's the shame is like we could get into a situation where he just can't afford to even fight them. So I'm interested to see. I think it will be a potential historic day. I'm proud of him. It's the first time I'm rooting for anything Dolphins related in my life. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right about the Dolphins thing. But my thing is, and I'm not trying to be negative. Obviously, I'm Team Flores and shit has to change. What can change, right? Like you cannot, like they did the Rooney rule. Like there's ways to get it. You cannot force people to hire certain right. demographics. Right. So like, and they, yes, this is, this is good. Flores is everything he's doing is super courageous and it takes a lot of guts to throw nearly your career and everything you love, knowing you probably won't do it again to make an impact on the world. But, and I'm rooting for him, but like if you're Brian Flores, what is the end goal? There has to be change. I struggle to wrap my head around what kind of change can come about because at the end of the day, no matter what, there will never be, you have to hire someone of this color. Right. You have to hire someone of this nationality. So, so, so it's there like, is a better rule right now where if you promote from within, you take a minority and you promote from within and then that that coordinator gets hired. So David Culley for us, the Ravens are actually yeah, the fact that we're incentivizing though, like hiring people of color is a problem in and of, in and of it itself. Is. But unfortunately due to our past and you see with colleges, right. right? You've got, there's a white applicant versus minority applicant who may have the same uh, SAT score, the same credentials, but they're going to take the minority in, in some situations because there were systematic racisms and they are playing on an uneven playing field. So I don't think the Rooney rule figured it out. And look, people have been fighting this for centuries. So to think, you know, it's a little depressing to think about, but I'm glad he said something. I do think it will spark a little bit of change and that's better than none. Why aren't like, you look around, everyone on the media is talking about this today, but specifically the people that are loudest about it, and rightfully so, are people of color. People should be giving Bill Belichick props. Like, his fuck-up is the, is the reason that Flores probably has a case. If he doesn't have those text receipts, it's he says, she says. Right. And, and when you go up against 
the conglomerate that is NFL owners with that amount of money, you're not going to win. Yeah. But he has the receipts. So Bill Belichick, albeit fucked up, sometimes there's a good way to fuck up. He really, that's a great point. I do think what I'm nervous about is sham interviews will get thrown on. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, they shouldn't have done it that way. And then they'll just keep it. But hopefully something more will come from this. We'll see. Um, we'll keep you guys updated. Let's talk. But all we know is Hugh Jackson is rolling in it. Rolling in the dough. Welcome to the NFC lease, the Washington Commanders. Abe, you've got new opponents or a new name. Yes, Thoughts? taking command of the bottom of the NFC East. <laughs> um you know what I think about like everyone on the internet shitting on it. Like Why? everyone's they just are. Because I know. it's any Why? any sports name that comes out and about is always going to be corny. There's no sick name that anyone could have come up with where everyone's like, Oh, that's it's a fucking animal, it's a it's a this, it's a that, it's the commanders, like whatever, who cares? The jerseys, on the other hand, we can shit on their Walmart Arizona State uniforms all we want. <laughs> I kind of like them. But now that you put the it The white like alternate. That, when you put it like that, I see what you're saying. And then there was the funny, like, Wario hat side by side, which was kind of funny. Wario. Did we get into a fight over this at a podcast in the past? No, but you're just blatantly wrong. It's Wario. Wario. That's Mario. Kinda- yeah, Mario. How do you spell how, how do you spell Wario? With a W. Wario. What did I say? W Wario. Wario. W O you said W O R E O. Okay. Wario. Side by side. I thought they were fine. And I agree with you. There's probably some sick names, but like the Kraken wanted to be cool and now they're literally the worst team in the NHL. So no one really cares. We're looking at the Cincinnati Bengals or however you like to pronounce it, against the Los Angeles Rams. So those are Yeah, the there's most- no cool names in, in, in sports. Right. Like that's just honestly, Washington football team was growing on me. I it did, was like formal. I, yeah. I like it. It was formal. It was nice. It was growing on me. Yeah. But like I don't think any like are you calling yourself a commander fan? Are you a Redskin fan? Are you a football team fan? Like, not a Redskin fan. Not you got everyone. people on the internet calling them the Washington commies now and everything, which oh, it, that's <laughs> brutal. I didn't think it was that. always it was always going to be memed because it's the Washington football team and they just historically stink. Yeah, but I mean, just looking at it from outside in, like I don't hate Commanders, but like no matter what, it's always like I'll never forget when they announced the New Orleans Pelicans. I laughed for days. I was like, what the fuck is a Pelican? Like, this, that. I was looking at Pelicans on the internet. Now you don't even blink an eye at it. It's just the name of the team. Wait, you didn't know what a Pelican was? I was a young lad. I wasn't well-versed in the um, bird bird space. space. Uh, Last thing on football, Tom Brady officially done. But his protege is now – how, like, low-key was the report today? Like – NFC championship quarterback on the market. Not that we didn't expect it, but like all you saw was just this random Jimmy G quote of like, I talked to Lynch and I want to be traded. It happened right after the game. Did it? It happened right after the game. They were talking about his, uh, okay. But Tom is officially done as predicted. I guess I was wrong about the whole 15 million thing. Uh, I don't know. I think, (laughs) I think Tom's going to be fine financially, but holy shit. We're grown men crying on the internet yesterday. The shade thrown at New England fans. First off, the picture he posts is against New England in Gillette in his first game back when he beat them. And then he doesn't even acknowledge them. He does Bucks this, Bucks that, Tampa Bay this, Tampa Bay that. It's kind of hilarious, honestly. Kind of hilarious that he posts that whole long message. Kind of mad we didn't get a video. But the fact that he didn't include the Patriots was pretty freaking funny to me. So he didn't include the Patriots. I've seen all different takes on this. He left a goodbye letter when he left, you know, two years ago. He didn't need to. This was a post for the Bucks. I, as a, if I were a Pats fan, I'd be freaking pissed. I guess, I don't know. Like, this is your retirement from the NFL, and you're going to act like just the last two years where all that happened. Like that was a little weird. So then he put out a message thanking Patriots fans too. 
which is like now was it intentional he obviously couldn't have forgotten like that would literally be impossible what do you think it was i think he's calculated I think he was. I mean, then there's rumors that he was signing a one year one day today and then making a speech and all that. But there's something about this whole thing that I want to talk about more importantly. I understand they won the Super Bowl last year. Any Bucks fan, all 300 of them would do it all over again. They'd push all their chips in and suck for the next years. I want to call the Bucks a fake franchise like forever. They didn't build a championship roster. They didn't. They got handed Tom Brady, and God came with him because he brings the football gods at them, and then they won a Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, caveat, unless they bring back Jameis Winston, are going to be irrelevant for the next 15 years like they were prior to Tom Brady getting there. Just because there's this two-year blurb in there where they won a Super Bowl, and then they beat a good team in the wildcard weekend and then lost in the divisional round, doesn't mean that they're this power— who wants to go to Tampa Bay anymore? No one. Like they're but not going to sell tickets. Per the rules, there's going to be nobody podcast, in fans. You can no. That's they why get a ten year window. I don't think so. I think when you get a guy like Brady who comes with the football gods, that is different. Like you, you can't. So you want like them- the Cavs are. Like the Cavs are a fake franchise. I don't care what. Maybe now not because they're like having a good year, no, they're but like definitely still fake. That's how fake the Cavs are. That it's the same thing. It's like if LeBron, got, like the Lakers, were a fa- are a fake franchise too. But no, LeBron went there. No, I'm just no, messing. No. I'm just messing. But like, there are certain instances where just Who's because faker, you, the Knicks or the Bucks, the Knicks, what the Tampa Bay Bucks? Oh. The Bucks. Okay, so you really hate them? It's I don't hate them. I don't hate them. They're just in Tampa Bay. They don't have an actual fan they base. They did win watch a how Super many Bowl. watch they did win a watch Super Bowl with with Lynch yeah. and and Warren Sapp. They did do that twenty years ago, Jack. It was a long time ago, but it's not like this is their first taste of. Success. They beat Rich Gannon in the Super Bowl. He's a good player. Yeah. Okay. But I just watch when you watch Tampa Bay Bucks football next year. You won't because they won't be able to have one Thursday night football game, and that'll it's be the it. Saints, yeah, it'll be brutal. It'll be, it'll be, that'll be it. Watch how many people in the stands. Go look at how much do you think season ticket prices dropped in the last twenty four hours for Tampa Bay and their plans. How many people have canceled their season tickets in the last twenty four hours in Tampa Bay? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are officially a fake franchise. And you know what, Jack? By saying that, I'm not upsetting anybody because they don't have actual fans. That's fair. You've I, been, I have never been to Tampa Bay. Yeah. You have on multiple occasions. What is that city like? There were some fans that seemed a little real, but majority fake. Tampa, I actually like Tampa, St. Pete, so I, I don't have anything against it. Eagleson, I've been to a Bucks game. It was awesome. You were like six, probably. Like, you, <laughs> shut up. Um, don't write in the chat unless we ask you. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's similar to the magic when Dwight left, right? Like they had the run and there were, you wouldn't have called the magic a fake franchise at that point. They had had Shaq. Then they had Dwight. Then they go to the finals. They almost beat Kobe. If, who missed the layup, babe? Backdoor alley-oop layup at the buzzer. Could have won a finals game. Do you remember? Mm-mm. JJ? JJ who? Reddick? No. Uh, I believe it was Courtney Lee as a rookie, potentially. Mm, Former Um, Nick. Yeah, former Nick. Once Dwight left, they are a fake franchise. And they've been. They've maintained that for a very long time. So I hear you. 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 Yeah, because you you have a small window of success. Like, you had, in order, excuse me, in order to not be a fake franchise, you have to show a level of warranted competency like are the bucks a fake franchise tampa bay no milwaukee no because they drafted a guy they were no they were they they went to a conference finals and the sixers beat them in 2001 it's very similar to to, to the other bucks but now they they drafted a guy themselves they weren't handed this guy because of the weather that they play in or the i mean granted they drafted mike evans and chris godwin that made it appealing for tom to come down there but newsflash, 90% of the reason he went down there is because of the weather and that it wasn't the Dolphins. Yeah. That's, so 
I never really thought about that. He easily, like, if he wanted to be in Florida, he easily. Could it was Jacksonville, Miami, or Tampa. And at that point, it's an easy It's, it's like, easy who's decision. the least poverty? Like, those two are exactly. poverty. And Tampa's fake. We can make it real. Nice plastic surgery like Tom's gotten his whole career. Bang, bang. Speaking of plastic surgery, Jimothy, where should he be traded? Jimmy Garoppolo. This feels very... Denver Broncos, Carolina Panthers. Um, who else is in that in that type of conversation? The 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 slums Pittsburgh? of Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Like, nah, they they wouldn't do Cleveland. All right, he wouldn't call me crazy. Baker's a free agent. It's a team option, right? So they could, in theory, not bring him back, or they could sign and trade him out. The problem is no one's trading a quarterback to San Fran. They're going with Lance. But you're telling me that the city of Cleveland, Cleveland ownership, Browns fans, and honestly myself, couldn't talk them into, well, Mm -mm. Jimmy is is like much better – their roster is similar, Abe. Their run game is similar. You're saying you're saying this as a, from an outsider's perspective, Jack. Think about actually picture yourself being a Browns fan. Yeah. And everything that you endured your entire life. And that last year, you got that one playoff win. The monkey was off your back. Everything. There is a sense of blind optimism in Baker Mayfield. To the point, it's, nah, it's similar. Up, it's bro. very no. I'm it's very you. very. You give up eventually, right? I'm you, telling you, you know they, something's inevitable. It, I'm telling you, it's very very similar to Philadelphia and Carson Wentz. When we got Carson and he won 14 games and he got hurt and we won the Super Bowl, it was like okay, like we have him. We've never had him. And it's like there were so many people that were hanging on by a thread. You. Granted, once you finally do really, yeah, right hand up. I was I'm that guy you, who held on. I, I followed way too many Browns people. They have given up on Baker. And I'm telling you, they believe they have a roster that can compete right now. And they don't want to restart with Kenny Pickett. Their roster is competing right now. But, Odell's but, in the Super Bowl. Right, exactly. And Aaron Rodgers isn't coming to Cleveland. But Jimmy G is a better form of Baker. And if you can talk yourself into an AFC championship, my God, if I'm a Browns fan, I'm doing it. I'm calling that as the wild card spot. For Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think it happens, but I'm gonna put out a poll. All right, we're gonna mine take... feels very. I'm gonna go Carolina. I feel like, like what did they give up for Darnold? Yeah, second or third or something. <laughs> Crazy. And what is Jimmy G's value? Like, by no means do you watch this guy and say he's good at football, but you just watch him and said he's won football games. Right. He has, and he's handsome. I mean, you can't discount that. Yeah, that that's one round up pick anyway. Right. Yeah, so if I, I would say he's a like you don't trade a first round pick for Jimmy. Garoppolo. I was gonna say a late sec, a late first. I could stomach if I were a f- if you were a fake franchise. Exactly, and we know there's many of those. Like, wait, what about Miami? Ugh, he's he can't go there. Wait, aren't they gonna sign his offensive coordinator from this year, Eagleson? Did he just write? Yeah, McDaniel. Okay, so they're going to get his OC. Jimmy in Miami. I'm very sorry to all the great men I know in Miami. I'm not moving there if that, if he's down there. That's for sure. Like, he's a million times better than Tua. Um, it doesn't really move the needle. but like, That's how bad Tua is when Jimmy G is a million times better than somebody. Jimmy G has played more important games in that Hard Rock Stadium than the Dolphins franchise in three decades. So for that reason, I'm kind of into it. Let well, us yeah, know your thoughts, Tua's biggest game was in Tennessee this year, week like 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a fucking bum. All right, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, Eagleson's got some what the puck for us. But before that, we're going to chat up some NBA. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, fam, we are back. Abe, rising stars rosters. We got the. Rook. I've heard the Knicks have a ton of young talent. You got to relax. Honestly, I've never said that in my life. You know our starting lineup compiled of. Grimes, a- Quick, Obi. Uh, I don't need so much young talent. They must be. They must be highlighting this game. I didn't get a glimpse at the rosters. Yeah, somehow our guys got left off the list. I don't know if it was a... Not a singular Nick. Not a singular Nick. Even more embarrassing, Precious Achua made the team. I actually don't know if he's played this year. And they had him listed as a Raptors player. I think he's on the Heat, or they had him on the Heat, and he's a Raptor. No, he traded. He traded. got traded from Miami to Toronto for Lowry. Right, but they had him listed on the Heat or something. It was weird. Yeah, no Knicks in the game. Tyrese Maxey made it. Do you remember the good old days when we had uh, Maxey versus IQ debates? Do you remember the good old days when we had uh, the, I don't know, like people were saying Andrew Wiggins is a bust. Now he's an all-star starter. Um, I mean, unfortunately, when I made this podcast, I washed my Twitter and deleted all tweets, Jack. But there was a time where I was tweeting once a day in high school, hashtag tank for Wiggins. And I did everything in my power to find those tweets when he got announced an all-star starter. And I couldn't find them. I mean, he made it over your boy Tobias. It's just a little early. They didn't announce reserves yet. Well, Wiggins is a starter. In the West. Yeah. So I didn't say he would start. So Tobias made the all-star game. Having a good January. I'm saying Wiggins is better than Tobias. Anyways, I'm saying it's a... That's just this that that poverty conversation is not worth our time. Just <laughs> move really on. Not. It's really not worth our. Time. I I think it's a little early. These guys have played like a hundred career games. What's the big deal? It's very early in this situation. So, Obi's looking good. I'm gonna see him tonight. It's Arjun not early Barrett. enough for people to say that they don't want to trade Tyrese Maxey for James Harden. Those people are back. Yeah, are you saying that? Uh, and then there was the t- the timeline was going crazy today because. So there's a level of annoying that people get in the NBA, like Jimmy Butler dribbling his ball in the bubble at two in the morning when he was really just pounding out Rachel Nichols. Um, what's the other one? Um, Dame not running from the grind. Bradley Beal's getting in that territory. Every single three months. I don't know what I want to do with the Wizards. I'm committed to the Wizards. Back and forth, back and forth. He says so much shit without saying so much shit. Like Bradley Beal comes out or somebody reports that he came out and said he's unsure about his future in Washington. That doesn't give Washington enough like reason being to say, okay, we can trade this guy. Now Washington is an incompetent front office and everything, but Bradley Beal is getting to that level of annoyance. And obviously when a big name comes up in the trades or wants out, the, the Sixers are going to be at the forefront because of the whole Simmons thing. And you have people that, and Tyrese Maxey is a star in the making in this league. That kid is electric. 21 years old, just took down Ja without Embiid in overtime. Just absolutely electric. He truly is going to be special in this league. But if you're a Sixers fan and you're listening to this, and you don't want to trade uh, Tyrese Maxey, albeit in a package with Ben, for a Bradley Beal, for a Damian Lillard, for James Harden. Figure it out. This isn't about Tyrese. No, 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 no. This isn't about Tyrese Maxey and his potential. Could Tyrese Maxey, at his absolute peak, be someone of Bradley Beal's caliber? Maybe, but most likely not, because he's that good, Bradley Beal. It's all about fitting Joel Embiid's timeline. At some point, you have to swallow your pride in these little homegrown, homegrown, cute little basketball players and just say, we're pushing our chips in. And that's my message to people that 
to those of you, well, I guess this is kind of backfiring that Hero's averaging 22 in Miami for the three-seed Heat. But that's the the whole deal with Hero, not, not wanting to trade Hero for Harden last year. It's not about these guys and what they can be. It's about understanding that in the smallest chance that Tyrese Maxey becomes a guy like Bradley Beal, will he do it before Joel Embiid is out of his prime? Absolutely not. Go do it. But I will say, and I'll back up the city of Philadelphia, you know, what's interesting is Maxey's on that rookie deal, right? So, and he's, he's 28 years old, Bradley Beal. And he's shown to be a starting caliber point guard from time to time, most star. recently, often. Not star. I think it's more critical you move Tobias and Ben because then you would have two max slots. It could be Maxi, it could be Harden, it could be Zach Levine and Embiid. And that's a team that's way more interesting. So I'm kind of with the people of Philadelphia in, in saying Maxi and Ben for Brad Beal. I just don't know if that's a good deal because I think Ben's like, I think you're only trading Tyrese Maxi. Right. You're trading a player. Half of the package is someone who's not on your roster right now. But that goes everything against your panic around Ben. You're saying, let's wait. Let's use him as leverage. Now are we making a bad decision? Bradley Beal, career loser. No, for me, it's always loser. James Harden. For me, it's you're building a super team of losers. Two negatives equal a positive. Um, But for me, it's always been do whatever it takes for three guys. Harden, Beal, or Dame. You had four, though. You had four of them. You had four players. Who? Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Tobias Harris. Yeah. You had four of them. You didn't make the conference finals. I'm very much aware of that situation. So what is three guys? What does that mean? You think uh, well, Joel Embiid is you have three. Guys, you had three guys last year, and you were the one seed. Didn't make the conference finals. We didn't have this Joel Embiid, and we didn't have guys that complimented Joel Embiid like we would. Mm. Okay. Did I think at the time they complimented each other? Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. But sometimes you look back and you understand a situation and why it didn't work out. And that's just mature. I'm Eight days from the deadline. We are 12 days from the Super Bowl, 11 days from the Super Bowl, and 15 from the All Star break. This pod, this sports world is only going to heat up some more. So let's put that all to rest. Let's talk some hockey with Eagleson because, you know, I'm sure actually. Flyers are winning uh, hockey games. I'll talk about it. It's in there. Talk about it, baby. Talk all (laughs) about it. You you literally. You just said that. I can't hear it. Like, I try to after all. Like, I'll be after an episode talking to myself about, about, like, what I. It sounds about. It sounds different than about. Yeah, when you tell people where you live, you just talk about Toronto. About Toronto. About Toronto. About Toronto. You just did it. You just did it. You just said a boot Toronto. I hear like I hear the Toronto, but not not the boot. That that sounds Toronto. Toronto. Okay. Try saying about. About. Why do you? Why does your voice speed up? Repeat after me. Repeat after me. Uh. Uh. About. About. Okay, here's what you're gonna do. <laughs> you're gonna spell it from now on. U H B O W T. What does that spell? U H B O W T. About. <laughs> Maybe you're dyslexic. Eagleson, <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen the Pink Panther? Yes. Yeah. No, you haven't. That's a. It was a detective Panther thing. It was animated. I saw it. The OG yeah. or the Steve Martin one? Yeah. The Steve, I saw whatever the one was Steve animated. Martin. Okay. Go. This is your homework for the okay. week. <laughs> Go look up on YouTube Pink Panther, Steve Martin, Cheeseburger. That okay. is. Cheeseburger. 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 <laughs> the, he's trying to learn f- French and she's teaching him how to say cheeseburger. Okay. And. He just cannot. Burger. <laughs> oh, it's uh, so good. I'm going to have to watch that later. All right. What what do you got? You got beef flow. You got hockey. What what do you want to start with? 
let, let's start with hockey. We can talk about Flores after, I guess. All right. All right. Uh, you know the deal. Drops the puck in three, two, one. All right, so we haven't had a what the puck in a few weeks, but since I've been all in, the Leafs have been on a tear. They beat the Ducks in a shootout, 7-4 against the Red Wings, 6-4 against the Devils, and 7-1 against the Devils again last night. Marner, he's gotten out of his slump in those games, eight-game goal streak he's on. Same with Matthews, he's tied with Ovi at 29 goals this year. He's definitely one of the best players in the league. But unfortunately, the All-Star break is coming up, and it couldn't really come at a worse time for Toronto. They just started to get rolling after coming back from COVID, but I'm sure they can keep it up once they come back. The Caps have fallen to the fourth seed in their conference, which has them as a wildcard team right now, and the Flyers have won back-to-back games going into the All-Star break, so for their sake, I hope they can keep the momentum going. In terms of other news around the league, the Florida Panthers are top of the league and looking amazing. Their offense is unbelievable. They've got a bunch of what most people thought were bottom six guys chipping in, like Marchment had a like six or seven point night. Um, Huberdeau and Barkov, obviously, they're still underrated, but I'll chalk that up to them playing in Florida. Otherwise, I don't really... button you could have kept going i got a little distracted there i saw uh, the, a boot the about a boot about um abe what'd you think i heard ovi still one of the best players in the league what i heard i heard one thing i heard two things i heard the flyers are winning puck puck games back and i heard eagleson's games. all in it eagleson's all in the rot and the yeah leafs are crushing it yeah, yeah. eagle man i i saw last night what were they up six or seven nothing on someone yeah well i mean i just said it but they they beat the Devils 7-1, and the night before, it was 6-4. And then the Boys night before that... in Toronto. The night before that, they beat the Red Wings 7-4. What could go wrong, baby? Nothing. Nothing, nothing. will Literally go wrong. Nothing. Um, all right. I need some insight here. Okay. Talk to me about the Panthers. Contenders, mm. cuties, they're the best team in the league. What's the deal? I... Th- I actually think they're legit. Okay. I'll bet any amount of money they don't win the title. I'm not saying they're going to win the title, but like in past years, I've, I've thought they were cuties. Like They have good regular seasons like this, but the, the team seems a little bit different. They're Like like I said, they're get, uh, bottom six forwards. They're chipping in a lot, like Marchment. They seem a lot more physical. They seem like they're ready for the playoff hockey instead so of the a regular team, season. So, okay, so let me get but this straight. But they're still playing okay. amazing. Okay, let me get this straight because I don't really follow hockey. A team that has been floating around the playoff hunt, but not really contenders for a year, but a solid team, has taken a huge, unexpected leap atop the league, atop their conference, and they have all this confidence going into the playoffs. Yeah. Is that what, is that what the Panthers are? Yes, but they've been in the playoffs. Like they were in the playoffs last year. I think they went seven but games they haven't in Tampa. won a series. They haven't won a series. No, they haven't won a series in a in a while mm, right yeah no i've definitely seen this and it ends hawks in seven <laughs> they've got a are the black Haw- are the are the black hawks a good team this year they're awful they're terrible i was gonna say hawks over panthers in seven <laughs> um no. all right other florida team thoughts on b flow any different thoughts now that you've kind of seen how it played out you want steven ross out what's your vibe yeah, he's he's a scumbag, and Kenny Stills has kind of been saying this. Like, back when he was on the team, he was very open, just stuff at practice. Like, he wouldn't let them, like, play their music. And just, like, there was little things here and there. So this has been a long time coming, I think. Just he's kind of a scummy guy. And, I mean, Flores has kind of showed that, and that's exactly what it is. You would, you know what? But we we, we would be in the Super Bowl if he took that money. Just saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. do you know about this, Steve? This is what? actually Dolphins Twitter isn't funny because like Dolphins <laughs> fans are weird. But it's this not. Is it's kind not of funny. Of, <laughs> this is one of their funnier bits. Is that if Flores had taken the money tank, they'd have Burrow and Chase and all these guys, mm-hmm. and they would be in the facts. <laughs> it's facts. <laughs> it's facts. If, if Flores took the money, they would, um, and he would be rich. Mm-hmm. You really uh, you wouldn't expect any coordinators, coaches to want to come and, and participate in that type of culture, right? <sighs> Looking from the outside in, and free agents. That's a good point. And you guys have no. drafted well historically, mm-hmm. so you just have to build from within now. Is there and, you know at the foundation? Maybe you guys will know about this better than I can. But like, how there's no real way for him, like Ross, to leave if uh, unless the other owners 
They can force a sale of a team. But if Dan Snyder's still an owner, then... Exactly. It's the NFL. <laughs> I feel like Stephen Ross it's the will NFL. still be there. Um, yeah, no, you're definitely stuck. Not that you haven't been stuck for 20 years or however old you are, but you're definitely stuck and will continue to be stuck. And uh, just another day as a Dolphins fan, huh? It is another day as a Dolphins fan. Kind of sucks, but it is what it is. And this Mike McDaniel guy, he's known for these interviews and everything and his electricity and press conferences. Like, plus 500, he drops a, I'm not getting paid to lose games here, (sighs) in his opening presser. Or is it too soon? Probably too soon, but that would be hilarious. That would be pretty funny. That would be funny. But he's not getting paid, but he will lose games because two is his quarterback. Unless he gets Jimmy G. Unless he gets no, wins in which case Jimmy G Hills. is not fucking coming to Miami. Why not? Why like no. why can you sit back and say that you do not want Jimmy G when two is your fucking quarterback? Because that that's not that's not a fix. Do you like want I, Jimmy I'm, G, Abe? I'm no, but Jalen Hurts is your quarterback. Yeah, and I also there's I just don't want Jimmy G in the same city as me. <laughs> I don't want that's Jimmy G in Miami either. You don't live there, <laughs> so there's no... From a, yeah, from an off-the-field perspective, you're saying. Yes. I understand that. I understand that. Okay, fair enough. Eagleson, final thoughts? Jimmy G's also not a cold-weather quarterback. That is true. Started his career in New England. Yeah. Well, whatever. Not as a starter. Eagleson, you realize if you got Jimmy G, you could say you have a Super Bowl-winning quarterback? No, you can't. Oh, yeah, Yeah, in New England. Um... No, just it's it's not a fix. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna have a quarterback, how is that, it not a fix? You haven't won a playoff game. He, no, in your lifetime, Jimmy Garoppolo is not the fix at the quarterback position. What? Okay, what, what is what? Okay, what results <laughs> need to occur for it to warrant something to be fixed? Don't say Super Bowl. It's win a playoff game. It yeah, is okay. Win a playoff game. Win multiple playoff games. Jimmy did that. Baby steps. This year. Eagleson. But Jimmy did that this year. Jimmy won. That's all he's done. He's like 5-2 and two in his playoff career as a starter. With like four touchdown passes. <laughs> no. Who cares? He gets the job no, done. he doesn't. With, with that San Fran team, maybe like some fluky wins. I don't think he's And not. the idea of getting Jimmy G with the guy that turned him into a Super Bowl starting quarterback. <laughs> I'm starting to you think should you con- should go. You should I, consider. Sleep nope. on it. Nope. No. Just All right, no. so give us a realistic quarterback option that you're cool with. And you Aaron can Rogers. say, we'll wait. All right, Abe, any final thoughts, brother? <laughs> I would love for Rodgers to go to Miami. Would love. So would I. So would I. All right, Rodgers to Miami. Let's start it. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, that loser paired with the most losing franchise <laughs> below the Southern Hemisphere. Oh. It would be quality. You know Rodgers would blame, like, the fucking sun or something. 100%. Like, <laughs> his toe. Uh, you know, 100%. You I'm not going to say anything bad about him. Wait till he comes here. Don't say anything bad about him. <laughs> Eagleson, do your homework. Abe, have a good night. Snapback fam. Much love. Peace. Three, two, one.